0: real pretty, it's called Stud City, and it's for literally everyone. There's a town that looks real pretty, it's a place called Stud City, and it's for literally everyone. Grab your smokes in Stud City and it's time to go Stud City. Fuck! Fuck, baby! <laughs> I just fucking called the police! <laughs> fuck, you hear me? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, I'm I've going I've done that before. I'm, 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 I'm a cat! Ah! I'm calling the police! Fuck! Ah, fuck! My cat! Fuck, man.
1: Here's to that.
0: Fuck, baby. Fuck. Fuck.
1: So, it sounds like you just hit your phone, the emergency button Bro. like three times.
0: Literally something bad just happened, man. Fuck, baby, fuck. Fuck yeah, baby. Dude, I just literally called the police by accident. Oh, fuck. Can you see me? Uh, No,
1: I can just see m- myself. What in your, it's like you gotta turn your camera around. Fuck. What's happening? Are you on line with nine one one?
0: No, no, baby, no.
1: You know what's gonna happen. Do you have any emergency contacts in your like phone? Like people that are your emergency contacts. They might get a phone call from the police saying that you're in trouble. You know what I mean?
0: Fuck. I know what you mean, dude. Uh Uh-oh. What the fuck? I'm calling the police again.
1: You're in trouble. No, I'm not. So, um, how'd you do it? How'd you call the police?
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is the greatest start of a podcast of all time. I just called the police. So if halfway through this podcast, we get a phone call, we know it's from.
1: The phone call won't interrupt the pod, right?
0: Dude, if it's the police, man, they're probably going to find a way to get through to me, right? It's the police.
1: Well, are you like recording through your phone is what I'm asking? Or like anything like that?
0: No, I think it'll be good, dude. All right. (laughs) I also spilled my beer. So
1: good start. Yes, It's hilarious because 20 minutes ago you said that you're ready.
0: I, <laughs> you're on hot mess. Dude, I was ready. I wasn't planning on calling the police or anything like that today. <laughs> okay. And I definitely don't need any sass from Oh my God. How are you doing? Your roommate's upset. I can hear it. Yeah, she's fucking pissed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we figured out. Dude, you look really handsome right now. It's kind of a distracting.
1: Honest, you honestly look
0: like, so thin and so handsome right now. It's blowing my fucking mind.
1: Are you cereal? I've been I... eating like dog shit for the past. Really? Week. You look really was...
0: good, dude. Thank you. I was
1: thinking Something about eating birthday cake on this pod, That's and I thought you'd
0: make fun of me. No, not at all, dude. All right, what's up, motherfuckers? This is Stud City, the podcast for. <laughs> everyone my name is Bo Bennett and I am here with my co-host the magnetic the enigmatic the beautiful the handsome the uh the 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 glasses wearing the hair slicked back the stud himself the original stud the originator of the stud city podcast the man who invented the name the man who invented the show I'm here with my co-host Cody Peterson what the fuck is going on my friend
2: Hey,
1: what's up, everybody? It's Cody Peterson. I'm here with (laughs) Bo. He has nothing going on. (laughs) Oh, man. It's just like, you know, I was just thinking, uh, I'm like really tired. I had to work all day. It's just like, I don't think you could ever picture yourself in this situation, Bo, but I'm tired. (laughs) I worked all day and now I'm doing a podcast. I don't know if you can ever relate to how I'm feeling this sucks <laughs> well
0: i am assuming this is a joke because normally we record our podcasts on sunday um which is a day that i have to work my job mm-hmm. um but today we are recording on a thursday which is the day that cody has to work his job
1: so it's a wednesday you idiot what day is it today it's wednesday which is basically your saturday yeah. your long weekend saturday right
0: you got to be fucking kidding me right now. It's is Saturday. It for, it's for real Wednesday?
1: Yeah, and it threw me off too because Thursday's my payday and I got paid today and I was like, "Huh?" That's because tomorrow is um a holiday. Cannabis Day.
0: <laughs> the greatest holiday of the all, cannabis.
1: Yeah, day. the statutory holiday of Cannabis Day.
0: Yes, which is on Hitler's birthday, of
1: course. <laughs> yeah, it's a hot one this April.
0: Oh, yeah, it's one of the hottest ones that you could ever imagine. So maybe we should just get right into that and talk a little bit about the Vancouver heat wave and how it's affected us. There's been, like, motherfuckers dying in this heat wave and shit, which is, like, un- not unheard of. It's actually been heard of, but I had never, it never occurred to me that heat waves could kill somebody because it's just like, oh, go in your house, hide in the shade, whatever, do whatever you're going to do. But motherfuckers be dying in this heat. We yeah. have a we we're, were it is now over, but we just went through a four day historical heat wave, and so my first question right off the bat of the podcast is, Cody, how has this heat wave affected you, and are you doing all okay? if any of your loved ones died?
1: Well, the thing is, is um, scientists were calling us a heat dome, and this is my first time experiencing heat dome. Usually, I'm the one that's giving heat dome. <laughs>
0: How long have you had that joke written?
1: At least two days. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I that's my Beyonce
1: and she's like, since when? When?
0: <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever? <laughs> that is awesome yeah uh it
1: is but uh did i know anybody that died no you've told me stories and we'll get to that of uh, a thing dying um but no it's just been a hot fucking day uh, AC wasn't wor- or days AC wasn't working in uh, my office for a few days and that was hell on earth could not you can't escape the heat which is should be a saying um and it just sucked sucked ass how about yeah. you man how' did you handle it
0: it was okay, um, you know, we, we, we got through it for sure, um, you know, it was so hot that I couldn't really function in society, nor sure. could I do any of my responsibilities, so I did a lot of hiding. Also, I work in an environment where we're like underground and there's no AC or anything like that. So that was quite hard. And normally um, I have one of these jobs where I uh, don't do a whole lot. And so I do a lot of my own things like writing my screenplays. And so I did a lot of um, like trying to write my screenplays and then being like, "Yo, it's way too fucking hot to do this. But I was thinking about it because there's dudes doing construction right across the street from me like, fuck man those guys actually have to do construction
1: that's tough
0: (laughs) i don't yeah so really i am the baby i'm Mm -hmm. being a baby which is okay it's fine i also broke officially i've broken my uh second uh mic stand so
1: whoa how was it
0: police broke it Same, same way as the last one I don't recall the last one. Oh, the last one I, uh, the little hitch that attaches to the desk, it's um, Tilly back the fuck up. I'm doing my podcast. That's my cat. She's trying to get paddles, which is totally fine. Um, she I busted it. it. Oh. No, not Tilly. She would never. Dude, she was so fucking starved for attention when I came home today after my trip. Like, obviously, I had somebody taking care of Tilly while I was gone, but just like a couple hours a day, right? yeah um so she was when i came home she was like (laughs) just pointing her pointing her ass at me just wanting me to rub her back She's not Mm -hmm. even in heat i got her spade like a year ago
1: yeah um can we let the audience me pour a beer yeah and like turn off your fan too we can hear that and i want you to be (laughs) to be miserable this podcast um, okay. I've got a question for you. What's the brand of the stand that you had for your microphone? Do you want to give them a shout out?
0: You yes. want to plug it? Yes. Let me turn my fan off and let me close the door to my bathroom because my, my toilet whistles. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold up. Okay. So basically, I was incredibly unprofessional. And I had a air conditioner going in the background that I had forgotten I had on because it's constant right now because the heat is unbearable. So here we go. We're back. Here into- I am.
1: I'm in a quiet sweat box. <laughs> Do you have AC? No, not here. Oh, dude. How bad has it been? I'm in a basement. Um, it's where I live. I'm in a basement and it's so not social. that bad. I'm in your mama's basement and <laughs> it's, um, oh, Please don't. <laughs> my, uh, but I fixed the AC in my car all by myself, and it's been sick. I'm so glad I did it, I would have died in my cars. I have leather seats, too. Um, but it's bearable where I'm at. I'm in a basement, so I yeah. just turn the fans on, get
0: some wet towels. That makes sense. Um, weirdly, this is the first post- podcast that I can hear myself in. I have now have a setup, a more professional setup. Where I can hear myself in my own headphones so I can actually hear my voice as I'm speaking to you it's not incredible Damn. yeah maybe yeah, I'll double
1: I, layer it in post
0: because I haven't said this to anybody but I'm actually working on a music project so I had to buy new equipment and get more things and so this was part of the thing is that I got a new preamp and so now I can actually hear I can actually hear myself speak so it's pretty amazing you should do the same thing man because it stops one thing i have noticed is that or one thing that i did look up actually joe Rogan said it on his podcast i shouldn't even say that i looked it that's up. um yeah is that it stops you from interrupting as much which is part of the reason i did it
1: oh okay i'm that makes sense
0: yeah um, but anyway, so historical heat wave in Vancouver, BC. It's been insane. And when I tell people there's a heat wave in BC, they're like, oh, it didn't rain for a day. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. It's like Saharan type fucking heat. Like people are dying on the streets. Like you don't understand what the fuck is going on in Vancouver right now. Have you gotten that response too from like non people that aren't here and don't get it?
1: No. Well, when I um I'm working with a lot of Americans. So when I say I'm like, oh my God, it's 38 degrees, they're like wow that sounds cold as fuck and i'm like and i have to do the conversion i'm like actually it's like 100 and blah 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 and they're like oh damn yeah. um but one funny thing i saw in the news is in lytton bc which is just east of uh, vancouver it was like the hottest spot in the world and it was like 49 degrees celsius and i saw a video of somebody Put get a frying pan and crack an egg on the frying pan and put it on the back of a truck and they're like oh it's not frying yet and the expression is like fried on the sidewalk not on a fucking fresh frying pan and put it on a truck like it's so dumb you do it on the
0: sidewalk yeah that wouldn't work with a stovetop
1: yeah like <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you just whipped it out. Like, have it bask in the have something that's, like, basking in the sun all day long. You don't. Exactly.
0: You need to put it on, and then let it heat up, and then you crack the egg, and I'm sure it would cook. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, it's just people that don't understand culinary arts, you know? No, unlike <laughs> us. Unlike us. Yeah. we are people that consider many things art, you know? Like, I, uh, I took a shit the other day, mm. and I looked at it, and I said, this is art. I took a little picture of it. It's going to go up in the Louvre uh, later this month. Um, Wow. I'm selling it beginning at $60,000. NFT. It's an NFT of my shit. I'm sure Post Malone could do that and make a shitload of money. Yeah. Who else could? Um... Sell pictures of their shit. Any female celebrity could do it and make you shit a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that too, and I was trying to think of a specific one, like Madonna or something. But literally, no. you're right, anybody.
0: Not Madonna though.
1: She sucks. A Madonna poo. <laughs>
0: Remember when she said, "Did you did you ever see this controversy? She was saying the n-word." No. For no, why? Okay. Why? So I guess her son was training in MMA. By the way, I'm going to get a whole bunch of shit wrong about this, so sure. just looking up for yourself. Um, her son was training in MMA. She has a black son. I think she's adopted a kid, right? Yeah. And um, <laughs> she was like, uh, this N-word knows how to fight. Whoa. But she didn't say N-word. Yeah. And people gave her shit. And she said, well, my son's black, so I kind of have the N-word pass. She gets the mom pass. <laughs> Yeah, she's got the mom pass, exactly. Um, But that's not how that works. Um, Madonna, do not say the N-word. In fact, Madonna, can you please stop showing your vagina publicly? We don't want to see it. You're 60. Stop. It's over. It's done. Just enjoy your life. You're worth a billion dollars. Just sit back and enjoy your life.
1: That's what that like- bare naked lady song is about uh, it's all been done before it's dedicated to that. How does
0: that go? Would you mind singing that for us, please?
1: um I can't remember it yeah it's been done before is that the only part I remember
0: that was pretty good dude
1: we should we we should probably put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah we'll
0: put it at the end of the episode. see how close Cody got. <laughs> Stick around, folks, after the credits Exactly (laughs) Should we fill the audience in on what we're drinking right now? What are you drinking?
1: Uh, I am drinking a Lucky Lager Because I recently took a trip to Vancouver Island
0: Damn! Okay, so you're struggling with money right now Uh, Is everything going okay or...
1: Actually, the opposite, Bo. I am doing so well with money right now that I've become a cheap rich bastard. <laughs> I've become very stingy with my money. Now I have some. I am no longer tipping on skip the dishes or g- supporting any kickstarters. I am keep my money close and my is oh, yeah. closer.
0: That's really you? smart. Um, what you drinking, I'm I'm drinking also super cheap beer i'm drinking pacific pilsner 15 packs for 19 dollars at the liquor store whatever i'm drinking hey i
1: got an idea we are I so we are so against getting ads what if we got pacific pilsner to sponsor us
0: Oh, so i'll do a little ad read right now give her no worries um have you ever drank beer in the atlantic Have you ever drank beer in the middle of the country? Well, I don't think you want to drink beer in any of those places because there is one beer where where, where it is made the freshest with the most hoppiest of hops (laughs) and the most driest of yeast. I'm talking about the one, the Mm -hmm. only Pacific Pilsner. A beer so fresh, a beer so refreshing that it will not only blow your mind, it'll blow your parents' minds to blow your dad's mind. it is a beer for literally everyone yeah trademark stud city baby let's go
1: <laughs> he said it i said it man. 2021 should we trademark LFG.
0: should we trademark our same stud city for literally everyone
1: the podcast for literally everyone nah <laughs>
0: <laughs> somebody wants it they can have it yeah yeah i kind of agree
1: um what else is going on it's our 29th episode thank you everybody has uh, yes. made it this we're far 40 on this journey
0: we're 40 episodes away from having a chuckle <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> and a subscriber yeah <laughs> um it's our 29th episode and i cody just turned 29 what are the odds of that that is so wild it, who knows?
0: What is it like being 29? Because I am I still am freshly 28. I just turned 28 uh, you know, in April.
1: It's like you're going to really feel it in the com- coming months. You're just going to want to go to bed at a reasonable hour, and you're going to just want to watch TV and enjoy the little things in life. That's really
0: it. That's what my life is like now.
1: Do you ever find that
0: you're like, when you wake up from bed, your knees hurt, your back my
1: hurts? F- my feet hurt like when i wake up i'm like i could go for a foot rub right now and it's like 8 a.m nobody nobody's available to do that
0: yeah i don't want anybody touching my feet you know i have freakishly long toes right
1: i didn't i have um bad toenails though
0: you want me to show them on camera
1: um maybe i save it for the patreon
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) So um, subscribe to the patreon if you want to see uh my toes
1: yeah i'm always the one given similar to the heat dome but this isn't a joke i'm literally the person that gives all the foot rubs and um, don't get many in return you know what i mean fair enough yeah
0: yeah no that sucks when you find yourself in a relationship and all of a sudden it's like i'm giving all the foot rubs i actually had that like i had that realization when i was about 24 25 that like every relationship that i've ever been in in my entire life Nobody had ever said sorry to me once and I had said sorry like a million times. And I will admit that probably the ratio should have been 70, 30, 80, 20 of saying sorry. But it did occur to me one day like, why am I in this why am I in this relationship? Like this person has never said sorry to me before. Have you ever Have you ever been in a relationship where like the person just will never relent? It's, everything is always your fault. Yeah. Well, I just want to
1: clear some up of the foot rub thing or my thing. It's not always just relationships. That's been a an ongoing thing since I was a kid. I'm I have very talented hands. It's how I had to make money as a child was foot rubs for toonies. Really? I'm kind of. I wish I was making this up, but it's a real thing. Um. But uh, what was your point again? Have I been the bad guy in relationships? Or is <laughs> <other>
0: <laughs> I was not the bad guy. <laughs> well, maybe I was. Maybe I was. Maybe 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 they were correct, but my point still stands, which is that everybody should say sorry when they mean when they are sorry, you know. So, sorry is like I've never ever not accepted an apology in my entire life.
1: Yeah, sorry is like a magical band-aid.
0: It is. It is it means mm-hmm. so much to me when somebody says sorry, like it is mm-hmm. the most incredible feeling in the entire world when somebody's like I am sorry. I have wronged you. I apologize. Yep. Right now, Cody, I'm sorry that I spilled my beer and called the police.
1: <laughs> I have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, sorry for the way I texted you today. How did you text me today? I was like, "Shut the fuck up." Sorry, my phone's going off. Oh yeah, you
0: sent me a fifty cent meme. <laughs> 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 what did the fifty cent meme it said? It's a judge. Shut the fuck up. I fucked your mama too or something like that. No, no, no. It was uh,
1: (laughs) it was the classic um 50 cent giving two middle fingers to the camera. and it says don't care, didn't ask plus you're white.
0: (laughs) I mean it's a a good response to
1: a debate that Bo's trying to have with me while I was at work. What was the debate? Um, you've been uh, shitting on a friend of the show, Seth Meyers.
0: No, I mean, my point stands, right? Like, you know, let's be real about something right now. Okay. Let's be honest. Let's well, be real.
1: Not... No, we're no. Okay. Bo, let's just think about this. He could be our boss one day. Let's maybe not. Let's maybe not tread that territory. Because I would like to work for Peacock with or it, without you.
0: So you're saying there's a bridge.
1: We can have. I, there's a bridge that we should not be uh,
0: putting our uh, torches near. And so I shouldn't burn this bridge. Yeah. Can you give me a bridge I can burn and replace? And replace okay.
1: It? Um. How here's a bridge you can burn. Please. Rats.
0: Do they have feelings if they're a pet? No, oh, I love rats. I would never burn that bridge. Please. I had four rats growing up. Their names were A C, D C.
1: What about the story that you told me you wanted to say for the podcast about the rat? Oh. I have it in my show notes. About the rat.
0: Um, do you have anything you want me else? To tell? it? What, what, what was the, what was the, can you just give me the cliff notes and then I'll, it'll click in and I can tell the story.
1: Okay. So Bo was talking to his friend and oh. they had a pack. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. So for people that don't know on the show, um, like I suffer from a bunch of different like social disorders and I'm not really that good out in public. Um, and so <laughs> I was at work and this girl that I worked with came in, and she was very, very sad. And I was concerned about her. So I asked her how she was, and she told me that her that her pet had died. And as somebody who has a pet, my cat, Dilly, who means the world to me, I was very, very, you know, concerned. And, you know, I gave her condolences and all that shit. And what... <coughs> and she told me that the pet that died was a rat and i thought well in my head i felt like this would help her out so i told her just let you know like rats they don't feel anything for you actually we test on rats because their brains are very much like human brains but they're missing a. a what they're missing is that their their frontal vortex doesn't have any, cortex doesn't have any um, grooves on it. it. It's completely flat. So they really don't feel anything human whatsoever. Hence why we test, test on them because their minds are much like ours except they don't feel anything. Um, and that didn't go over well. I will tell you this much. She was really offended and she started crying And she started saying, I'm an asshole. And I had to kind of like take it all back. And I said, the science is still out there. Who knows what they feel? But But to my credit, I was trying to make her feel better in the moment. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to make her feel better. And this is like a reoccurring theme in my life where I try to make people feel better with just like weird facts that I know. And it never works out. And that is part of my... Well... <laughs> I think we're straying away from calling it my autism. But it is... Yeah,
1: like it sounds movie. more like being a
0: guy. Yeah, it's part mm-hmm. of my being a dude. I make women feel terrible about their <laughs> pets dying. Apparently. No, I did feel horrible, dude. I felt so bad. I was trying to cheer her up. So I was like, you know... You're trying... You know, your rat died, but just to let you know, if you would die, your rat would have ate you. Mm -hmm. It's not what you say to somebody, you know? To be honest, if somebody had said that about Tilly, it would have upset me. So I get why it upset her. So I take it all back, and Misty, I know Misty actually listens to the show. So, Misty, if you're out there, I apologize. I'm so sorry. It was uncouth of me it was completely ignorant of me um and you are a, a fabulous co-worker you're one of my favorite co-workers so publicly i would like to apologize to misty i love you and i'm sorry that's nice of you yeah just I'm try sorry. my best try my best considering all the social flaws that i have i try my best to like appease them and say sorry and everything because it's not right but it is what it is. What can I do? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, um, (laughs) it's funny. I didn't realize you'd be listening to the show. And it's funny that your coworker is listening to the show after you just said about how much you don't work and you just write all day at work, but it comes with a job, just being a presence, I guess, like whatever you do. Well, this was from a different, this is actually from a different workplace work site. Okay.
0: Yeah. Where I was working really hard. But my current job is less intensive than that. Right. There you go. But anyways, this is getting boring all of a sudden. So let's switch the subject. What should we talk about next? What's going on? What's happening? This is sort of an impromptu podcast. Me and Cody have both been super busy. We've both been dealing with some family shit. I took care of my grandpa all weekend. I could talk about that. What's up with grandpas?
1: Yeah, I don't know. My grandpa swallowed a battery. That's what the family shit I was doing with. Did he really
0: swallow? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. My grandpa took a fall and he spent 18 hours on the ground because he couldn't get himself back up.
2: That's and, a lot
0: of time. Yeah, dude. And you can imagine like a ninety one year old spending 18 hours on the ground. There's probably some cleanup to do afterwards. Um, and so I went to Bone Island to take care of him over the weekend. And, like, my grandpa's so funny because he. Basically, I was there to get him ginger ales. I was there for three reasons. Get him ginger ales. Take his socks on and off. Nice. And let him introduce me to good Alfred Hitchcock movies. Those were the three reasons I was there. And I did. I watched Vertigo. Have you seen that film?
1: No, I'm Dynasty Vertigo, though.
0: And the screen caps you posted look beautiful. Oh my God. The movie is incredibly, <coughs> the movie, <coughs> excuse me, the movie is incredibly shot. Like, it's one of those films, and there aren't that many out there. Uh, I think Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would be like the nearest reference point for this. Uh, like, you could frame any shot of that film and put it anywhere you wanted in any museum and it would look like a fucking professional piece of photography. It is an incredible film and it was made in 1958, which is one year before my father was even fucking born. And it does not seem like a 60 year old movie whatsoever. It has themes of mental health. It has themes of obsession. It has themes of how we treat women in society. It has all these like incredible, incredibly uh, uh, relevant themes. And it's just like, it, like blew my mind how great this film was and it made me think like why am I, why are we as screenwriters getting all of our reference points from movies that came out 1980 and plus we should really be getting our reference points from these old ass movies because nobody fucking yeah. watches them anymore and like you could really get these incredible reference points from them where like people would think that you came up with the idea but in reality you didn't
1: for sure, yeah. Or in even like old foreign
0: films, dude. Like, For sure, yeah.
1: They're time-tested. It's funny you watch that I watch uh, the hangover this weekend. So <laughs> it's a fucking killer movie, dude. It's so fun. It it's... made me feel bad that my scripts aren't fun. Oh my god. Our scripts are fun. I I, I would just... well, the one I'm working on now, I'm like, this isn't fun. <laughs> and then <laughs> then I watch the hangover. And I'm like, this is fun. People would actually watch fun. this.
0: TNM is fun, but no, our, I feel... the secret project is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, dude, I agree, man. Like, The Hangover is, like, an incredible film. It's fucking... You could argue it's flawless. Yeah. F- from, like, execution to premise. I mean, the premise is genius, right? Like, how mm. many movies have been made about the party? Right. So, so many, many movies have been made about the party, Right. How many movies have been made about the day after the party? Not that there many. There you go. And it's like a genius concept. Call it the hangover. Get get this guy Zach Galifianakis that nobody fucking knows about. Fucking hire him to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking breakout role. He plays this like semi autistic weirdo. Surround him with like competent fucking actors. Yep. And Ed Helms who's like a comedy juggernaut. And like all of a sudden you Bradley Cooper, who is so fucking good in those movies, in that movie in particular. And, like, you've got this great fucking film, man. Yep.
1: And then, uh, last night, I watched another comedy film, a little bit older. Um, Euro Trip. I've actually never seen it. The jokes don't always hold up, but the craziest thing I gotta tell you about this, this blew my mind and my fiancé's mind, is at the very end of the credits, there's, like, the... Three of the filmmakers wrote very earnest like paragraphs of special thanks like to their parents and stuff.
2: Oh,
0: I've never noticed that.
1: Yeah, and it's weird because like Eurotrip is like, let's convince this girl to show her tits, and like there's so much stuff which is just like the male gaze. And then at the very end it's like, Thank you, mom and dad.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because the male gaze is actually is a term that was made about Alfred Hitchcock films, because there's a lot of controversy about the way that he portrays women in his films. So that's interesting you mentioned that. But the thing I remember most about Eurotrip is just being so put off about the incest subplot.
1: Oh my god, the twins! Yeah,
0: twins. Yeah,
1: it it was kind of weird. And it it's funny because how the film like kind of predicted a lot about the future. Like it's literally this guy has a pen pal over the internet he just emails this person then he's like oh it's a chick oh it's a hot chick oh no I sent her a mean email I gotta go find her and then like there's this whole thread like you shouldn't go find this person it could be a guy that wants to murder you which is like hey like yeah, 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 online yeah, yeah. dating now yeah. Um, and then the weird incest thing and it's like you know you, you kind of get my drift of like the yeah. step, step sibling stuff but this one's more like it's twins it's more fucked up it's more
0: fucked up, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I personally believe incest should be legal. I mean, two consenting adults, do whatever you want, that's my opinion. But um
1: <laughs> go for it, Bo. It's a Bo's take. All these views expressed on this podcast are Bo's. <laughs> Just to be clear. All the views. <laughs> Even should I say it's Bo's
0: view. <laughs> Get this clear, please. Um, but yeah, no, Eurotrip has a lot of funny moments in it, and you know what? I'm just gonna say it. Michelle Trattenberg is motherfucking banging in that movie, dude. She is so fucking hot in that fucking movie, dude.
1: She's the other twin, right?
0: Yeah. She's unbelievable, man. I would totally ask her out. I, I would ask her. To be my girlfriend or mm-hmm. whatever, we could do whatever. We could just see each other, like casually or whatever. Whatever she wanted to do, I'd be down to do. You know, yeah. Because she's incredible. Boy, she's still around and she still alive. Or
1: I don't know. You know, it's the thing that put me off on Eurotrip. Is I thought yeah. Tom Green was going to be in it. Oh yeah, I got it mixed <laughs> up with a
0: damn road trip. And I was yeah, like, road is
1: people to road trip? And nope, it's own standalone thing.
0: I found a road trip DVD in my storage theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, it was fucking sick, dude. Uh, a oh, real one. Loose one. <laughs> yeah, totally. One other thing to mention about the movie Eurotrip is um, it has one of the best, like, tie-in songs of all time. Like, Scotty, Scotty Doesn't, Doesn't Know is fucking great, dude. And mm-hmm. Matt Damon doing Scotty Doesn't Know is great, even though it makes no sense. He's, like, a 38-year-old man yeah <laughs> when he does that song but whatever and he's, he's killing good. it the he's thing totally that kind
1: of drove me nuts is like so they okay so if you haven't seen euro trip this guy scotty his like girlfriend's g on him and then at their graduation party <laughs> there's this whole song where this guy's like fucking basically he's fucking his girlfriend on the side and this whole song is like scotty doesn't know that we're fucking all the time yeah. and um but the song is like a hit and so when they go to europe there's like techno versions of the song and stuff but Scotty the entire time is like ha huh, that's cool <laughs> like has no
0: problem with the song. Yeah 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 I think the lyrics is Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me are mm-hmm. kicking it in in the back or so in the back seat or some shit like that. Yeah
1: man. she says she's going to church but she's still on her knees.
2: Uh,
0: yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a fucking really good pop punk song man like yeah. a really good pop punk song. Um yeah dude your road trip is good you know what like all those trip movies are good road trip is fucking road trip's a genuinely good movie man it's like and it has like a good actual actually good message about it which is that like it has a good message about long-term relationships and how you know i i you know you've seen road trip right
1: no, I don't think I have. That's, that's what I was about to ask you because these movies kind of came around 2000, 2001. We would have been like eight, nine years old. Were you allowed yeah. to watch these R rated movies when they came out? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't. I was sheltered. Boy. Well, I don't know
0: if I was allowed or wasn't allowed, but I watched them. You had an older brother. I had an older brother, exactly. That's just what I was going to yeah. say. Um, but uh, yeah, so Road Trip, Road Trip's like better than Euro Trip just as a film. But um, it's got this great message in it where the whole idea of Road Trip is that this tape gets sent out. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, apologies to the audience for me, COVID. Um, shut up. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, motherfucker. You shut up. Um, is Leave
1: that- Bo alone. He has COVID Delta variant.
0: I got COVID Delta variant, motherfucker. You don't even know what this is like. Um, Delta team. Delta team, motherfucker. Uh, I don't wear my mask anymore. I don't care. Uh, just kidding. I do. Uh, everybody stay safe. Um, Delta variant. Disorder. Shut up, everybody. Shut up, bitch. Um, motherfucker. Fuck you. Uh, fuck. fuck off, bitch. What's the uh, anyway.
1: fucking message of road trip?
0: Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, so it has this great message, right? Which is that like uh, long-term relationships, like really even if you love the person the most what you're really doing is like what you can be doing i shouldn't say all all long-term relationships is like stopping yourself from having experiences and living your life to the fullest and and because the movie is about this tape get that gets sent to one of the protagonist's girlfriends and in the tape he thinks it's like a message to her but the guy one of his friends sends the wrong tape and it's actually a sex tape between him and another girl Going on a road trip to go retrieve the tape mm-hmm. and so like at the end of the film you find out that you know she didn't even receive the tape or blah 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 and you know there's this great moment where they like you would think at the end of the movie they're gonna like get back together or whatever and they don't and i think that that is actually a really good like Message about the film about how long term relationships, especially when you're young and in college, they're probably that you probably shouldn't be in them. You probably should be experiencing your life to the fullest, to the fullest extent, extent that you possibly can, you know. And it was, it's a little bit like American Pie. Why American Pie worked so well is that it, the whole movie is about these four friends that want to lose their virginity, and at the end of the movie, it's not about that it's about actual relationships you know Mm -hmm. that that, like i want i I think i've mentioned this to you about our tv show that we're working on right that like i want to make an episode that's like an ode to those films because those films are much deeper and better and more important than people give them credit for especially a movie like american pie like that movie is about why sex isn't actually that important (laughs) <laughs> yeah totally and and like nobody ever takes that from the movie it's just like oh it's this raunchy comedy it's this it's that yeah. stifler gets cummed on or whatever like that it's like no this isn't film about why sex isn't that important especially when you're young and that you should be developing real relationships with people and about how friendship can be more important than getting your fucking dick sucked and like yeah. those are important things that i didn't know about until i watched those films so yeah there you go. And Sorry, I'm going similar,
1: ahead. similar to Super Bad. Like, I'm a huge shut up town nerd, so I've heard him totally. talk about this a lot. And like early drafts of super it was just kind of like a just a plain, like sort of American pie. But he was just like, No, you gotta find like the heart, like the nugget at it. And like the nugget is like their separation anxiety the two protagonists have, and then they kind of resolve it at the end mm-hmm. in the sleeping bag scene. But yeah, you're totally right. And that's what I tell other writers: like, if you're writing a comedy you need some drama in there. You need, like, some heart. You need, like, it can't just be, like, ha-ha tripped on a banana peel. You know what I mean? Great gag, should be in every fucking script, but, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, even look at our our project, you know? Like, I think that first draft was very much like, ha-ha, look at these two losers that get into suit situation. And now we have a script that's about, like, two losers that, find out that like living for somebody else or doing things for somebody else feels good (laughs) you know and it's like that's what makes our script better than 98 percent of the any any other script no but a lot of the scripts that are in the same tone and same genre that our script is in you know it needs that (laughs) it needs that emotional center and i think like a lot of people lose that a lot mm-hmm. of people lose that. A lot of people lose that. And a lot of movies get made that don't don't really have that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think Superbad's a great example of that. But, I mean, listen, Superbad, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's the most fun I've ever had in a movie theater in my entire life. But they owe that shit to American Pie. Like, yep. you cannot fucking deny that. American and, Pie started. Super bad went deeper with it and better with it, but they owe that arc to American Pie.
1: Yeah. And American Pie is probably like, thank God fast times at Ridgefront Highways made, or else like, you know what I mean? Exactly. exactly. And then you go back to the old films like we we're just talking about. Then you get the nugget. Then you can mine from that nugget and get the real rich shit.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that I don't know if you've uh, seen any of these interviews, but like Quentin Tarantino has been uh, doing, like, a little media run. He did... Did you uh, buy his book? Fuck no. Yeah, me neither. Okay, what are you saying? <laughs> I was saying he just did, like, a little media run. He did JRE and he did... Uh, Marin. Marin. And one of the big things I picked up from those... Well, I actually haven't listened to the Marin interview, but one of the big things I picked up from the JRE interview was that Joe Rogan did his usual thing where he's trying to like goad people into shitting on cancel culture. No, no, (laughs) no, no. no. (laughs) But shitting on cancel culture. And he was basically like, they wouldn't let you make that movie anymore. You know, like they wouldn't let you make Reservoir Dogs anymore. And Quentin Tarantino said, he was like, who's they? Yeah. He was like, who's Who's they?" they? Yeah. He's like, I don't let they tell me what to do. And I wouldn't let they tell me what to do back then. They didn't want me making Reservoir Dogs back then. Yep. I, I made $30,000 off of a little script sell, and I was going to make it myself. And when, when people saw that like, I was going to do it myself, I fucking got people offering me millions of dollars to make the movie. That's why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's a great fucking point. Don't let mm-hmm. they tell you what to do. Ever. Yes, sir, Ever. We just got rejected from a big, fucking competition, and it's lit a fucking fire under my ass, man. I'm like back. I don't know if you noticed from my social media, but like I'm back into cinema. I'm back into like, like I'm back. I'm fucking back. I'm ready to fucking write. I'm ready to make Baby. great shit again, dude.
1: Yep. You know what, man, and also kids out there, this is gonna be the first rejection of like a hundred. Yeah, and we just got to keep grinding. We know we got something good. We've been cool. People have told us we got something good, but yeah, you know what? Um, maybe we've enough, had but... enough
0: people that we respect tell us that this is good. Mm-hmm. That like one group of people telling us that it's not for them. It's fine.
1: That's fine. Um, but moving on, before I get too drunk and just start talking about our own script. Um, we do have some very nice listeners who sent us some topics to talk about. We got some time to go over it. Yeah. Uh, so our first one is from um, a friend of the show, Kayler. He wrote, you could talk about eating crap. LOL. Okay, yeah, we so could. We got um, an hour and a half to talk about eating crap. So when was the first time you ate crap, Bo? Well,
0: I've never eaten crap, but I think we can take this question and talk a little bit more metaphorically about it because eating crap could also mean like falling or hurting Mm. yourself right and so I will say this I have bum ankles um ankles yeah dude I roll my left ankle probably twice a year really 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 badly and I found out that once you roll your ankle once like really bad You roll it again every like all the time. And one year on my 24th birthday, I was out with Avin Jogia. Don't beep his name.
1: Google him if anything.
0: Yeah. I was out with actor, uh, homosexual actor Avin Jogia. Don't beep his name. And I rolled my ankle. And it was my birthday. I rolled my ankle so fucking hard. And it was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Fuck, man. I don't know what to do. So I was like, I'm going to go home, I guess, because I'm in so much pain. So I went to the SkyTrain, and the SkyTrain was closed. And so I walked all the way home on my bum ankle. And then I woke up in the morning, and my ankle had swollen up. Like, it was, like, huge. It was, like, huge, 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 huge. So my girlfriend drove me to the hospital because I don't drive. Um, And no. No. And I got to the hospital and I had like some crazy sprain in my ankle and it still affects me to this day. My ankle still clicks all the time. So that is my story about eating shit. Um, that's
1: interesting. I've got a story about eating shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is after I developed a f- virus software for computers. I would hire women to put their bare butts on a hammock and I would sit under the hammock <laughs> and let them shit and I'd eat it and I'd shit right in my mouth. I'm just kidding. That's John McAfee. He can fuck off. Um, what
0: you, wait, wait. Did John McAfee actually do that? Yes, Why yes, can yes. John McAfee fuck off? Is he bad or is he good?
1: I don't know anything about him, so I'm just assuming anyway it's m- more money than me can really fuck off. Well, he doesn't um, have
0: more money than you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dead. <laughs> yeah. bastard. He's super dead, dude. Um, did he I kill have... himself or did he not kill himself? I Maybe just ate too much shit. He <laughs> got poo cancer. He <laughs> poo cancer, dude. He <laughs> got poo cancer.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> like he got poo cancer. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <please. laughs> um but i can tell a story about a time i've actually like um eaten shit badly like in the yeah, sense please. that you're talking about um so when i was 17 uh 16 or 17 um a girl i liked invited me to like come hang out with her on a ski hill um yeah yeah please <laughs> i'm sorry i'm just writing down Died of poop cancer Can't forget that one. (laughs) Um, one. I am not listening to this episode again. Uh, Oh, so anyways, uh, this girl that I liked invited me to go skiing, and we had met on like a youth group Christian ski event. So she assumed that I ski a lot, and I was like, "And I never used before." Were you? Was I jacking off?
0: No. Were you fucking her?
1: No. No. Um. Lame. Yeah, well, you know, with a girl like that, you got to wait till you're like a married sort of thing. <laughs> Probably not anymore. She's probably fucking everybody, but go on. Well, she, her and I eventually, but anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, she invites me to go skiing. I go up with my friend, and um, we go up to the ski hill, and I'm just on the bunny slopes, like skiing with no poles. Like, that's I'm French frying and pizza <laughs> down <laughs> it's the funny. hill. That's how
0: you ski. You have to fire pizza.
1: Yeah, that's how you stop. Is that you point your skis (laughs) like a pizza? And so (laughs) I'm bunny hilling, and then I go up one hill, like the next level higher. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. And I'm still not using poles or anything. And then somebody's like, you could go up higher. And then so I do the next one, and I'm going so fucking fast. I'm like, I'm gonna hurt somebody, or I'm gonna hurt myself. So i'm like i know what i'll do i'll fall stop myself and then restart i fell fucking destroyed my body it just tumbled down the hill and it yeah. just laid there a- until like ski rescue could come save me but what happened was i had jammed my arm into my ribs and like broke like a bunch of ribs on my one side but also, I'd somehow pulled the tendons in my neck, so I couldn't like move my head without feeling pain. And I Your had a... heat domes was not
0: going down. Oh, it was
1: horrible. <laughs> and so, no, no, he... I wasn't giving out heat domes. No, no. And then, um, I like have to like they bring an ambulance to the ski hill. I have to go to the. Hospital, they don't really have anything to give me because he can't treat a broken rib, so he's giving me some painkillers, and then I'm like laid up for a week where I can't fucking move my head. Um, but there's one part of the story that I like to tell Americans is how pissed my mom got when she got the bill for the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It costs eighty dollars. Oh my god, and she was like, What the fuck? <laughs> That's a brutal
0: Canadian bill, dude. I swear, Canadian, that's awful. You you, can give (laughs) birth to a baby, you're not getting an $80 bill in Canada. No. So
1: that was, like, the most destroyed I've gotten to get somebody's phone numbers. Did you get grounded or some shit? Why would I get grounded? No, she was just like, well, good luck. We're not going to have dinner tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, that shit is fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude so good that we have universal health care for si- situations Holy like that. Holy shit. I feel so bad for Americans. I have yeah. a fa- I have a famous actor friend who is a homosexual <laughs> and <laughs> I have a famous actor friend who is a homosexual and I actually think the big reason he moved back here was because of universal health care. Because like, even if you were a famous actor, like a $120,000 fucking bill in the mail because you broke your toe is like not good Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure that's why he He
1: wasn't fleeing from the law he was fleeing from hospital
0: yeah from from the from from the oppressive medical system in america i mean you gotta really like feel for those people holy shit man i couldn't imagine dude I mean, yeah. I, I, I never realized that America had to pay their like pay bills and shit for, for the hospital. But I mean, it is quite incredible that we. <laughs>
1: it's so bizarre. And it's weird because, like, okay, honestly, I'll give a little bit of work secrets on what I do. I'm an assistant to somebody that lives in LA and I have to deal with their LA bullshit sometimes. Like, they're like just life stuff, right? Yeah. And, and it's just so weird what I have to deal with. And like, like the hospitals, they feel like they kind of keep you there longer than they need to. And I feel like they're trying to squeeze every cent out of you. And like, yeah. And they just don't function well. Like they can't communicate with each other. And like, nothing to do with what I do with work, but same with their police. Like, since they're all like little municipal kind of divisions, they don't mm-hmm. cooperate. That's how like people like the Golden State Killer is like allowed to just run free forever, besides the point that he was actually a cop. But you know what I mean? Or, like, Richard Ramirez. Shit like that. Like, they're not mm. unity. And it's all janky and fuck up.
0: No, totally. Like, they have, like... It's like... There might be three murders in this municipality. And three murders in that mun- municipality. And it could take years before they connect them together. Yeah, I, I've exactly. seen that. I, I, I'm, like, a big true true crime head. In fact, I almost started a true crime website once because i was so obsessed in fact i've got my own true crime project going on right now about a death about a murder that happened in uh my uh, an island that i grew up in but that's besides the point um
1: if if, this podcast is sort of a true crime podcast
0: with all the stories you've told (laughs) Well I truly was a criminal But I (laughs) never committed a murder So there was that Um, You know speaking of being a criminal My dad sent me this article that he wrote It was a couple years ago that he wrote it But he had never sent it to me before Mm -hmm. And it was about The Like the distress that I Not just me but me and my brother put him through When we were kids
1: Oh nice
0: Yeah and he spoke about wanting to buy a gun and putting it in his mouth and blowing his brains out because of the fact that he had these two sons that were like criminals going around committing (laughs) crimes, And so...
1: (laughs) Unbelievable. And
0: so I read the story. I was like, Dad, is this true? And he was like, well, I'm goosing it up. I never wanted to actually buy a gun and blow my brains out, but I thought about it. He was like, I thought about it all the time. So I thought it would make a good good article. I was like, well, that is the writer's privilege, but also now people know that I committed so many heinous crimes as a child that my own father wanted to blow his fucking brains
2: out. Oh my god.
0: Oh, could you imagine, dude? Yeah, my family could not relate. (laughs) <laughs> no no you and your sister were good kids man i was not a good kid <laughs> no i was a bad boy but that's okay whatever
1: um actually i've got a story for you It's has nothing Please. to do with anything i don't think i've told it on the podcast um so i saw my grandma this weekend and my yeah. the story about my grandpa swallowing batteries is a lie i saw my grandma and she's um it's her my first time seeing her ever in a home and she was kind of like always there for me mm. and really surprised so it's just kind of weird to see her in a home but she was kind of bringing up and it was kind of cool to see despite like the mental state she's in what memories she still has and bringing up stuff and for sure one yeah of her, one of her memories that. that she brought up was the time i shit my pants in disneyland <laughs> how funny she <laughs> thought it was <laughs> And how my poor grandpa had to clean it up, and it was was, just—it was—it wasn't indecent. I was in a hotel across the street, but it was literally just a shit explosion from eating corn dogs and vanilla coke for a week straight. And I missed the toilet entirely; had to run, and it somehow landed in the walls and all over the place. And she was like laughing. She was just like
2: shit everywhere.
1: (laughs) But yeah. I was 10 years old, and I was like, one of those where you're swimming in a pool, and you're like, oh, I need a farm, I'm going to make a bubble, and make everybody laugh, so you start pushing, and you're like, oh, no, and then the elevator isn't working, <laughs> Then you take the stairs, and then you go to the door, and the door isn't working, you <laughs> use the conjoined room where my grandpa's sleeping, and I burst through it, <laughs> and I pull out my pants and try to point my ass at the toilet, and it, it doesn't happen, it's very premature shit explosion, that was, like, seriously, like, a family secret for, like, six years. We like did not bring it up. And then one day, my sister was like, can I talk about this?
2: It was a family secret. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really funny, dude.
1: Yeah. My sister, she just goes, this one time in Disneyland, and then it just goes right into the story. She's...
0: The fact that those are your family secrets is so fucking funny to me, dude. Yeah, right? Real dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my family secrets have to do with, like, incest and crazy shit like that. Um... <laughs> my parents were twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why yeah. I'm the way I am. Uh, dude, that's so fucking funny. I, I'm not trying to, like, do the one-up story thing. It's just your story reminding me of a good shit story. Do you mind if I tell it? Hit me. Okay.
1: You've told it on the podcast. Or I, have. oh, <laughs> I,
0: on. I haven't. I haven't. Okay. Okay. So one time I was hanging out with my dad and he just got back from Italy. And while he was at Italy, he had, uh, <laughs> he had, uh, ate a bunch of like pizza and cheese and all this, all this stuff. And, um, we went out for, uh, fuck. What is the soup called? Tom cut guy. Tom It's a Thai soup. Okay. And it's delicious. And after my dad ate the soup, he was like, I got to go home right now. Like I'm about Mm. to explode. And I was like, okay, see you. Bye. And I went out for drinks with my friends and about 10 minutes later, um, I'm at the, uh, what the fuck is that bar on fourth street? I forgot what it's called. But anyways, I'm at a bar on fourth street having a drink. With some friends that were already there. And 10 minutes later, I get a text from my dad. And it's just a picture. And it's a picture of a toilet seat down. Like, completely down. Okay. And just shit all over the top of it.
1: Oh, no! Like the lid.
0: Like the lid. Oh. And so I text my dad back. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That is fucking disgusting. It looks like a crime scene, right? (laughs) And my dad told me... (laughs) that he came home and he had to shit so bad that he pulled his pants down and sat above the toilet while the seat was still closed and shit all over the seat because he didn't realize that it was closed
1: oh my god He was was like, in the moment, it's like, this feels fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) I'm doing the right thing.
0: He was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that feels so good. And then he like, yeah. He's like, I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you shit on. That's that's only one of two shit stories that my dad has that I'm very much part of that are very good. I'll tell the other one. The other one is much weirder. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're like inching on time here. So, next podcast, I'll tell the next shit story about my dad. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we all got a couple of shit stories about our fathers, I'm sure.
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure. Well, I, I'm sure mean, I've got one. Those I've who got, grew up with fathers. I've got, like, I've got more bad ones about myself.
0: Yeah, so next podcast, I will tease these right now. I'll tell two stories about my father. One will be about the shit that he took in my neighbor's yard. Okay. Whoa. And the second one will be about a time. I won't even go into the specifics of it because I don't want to give anything away. It's one of the greatest fucking things that is one of the weirdest. It's one of the most descriptive things about my childhood that like really, really, really explains the way I am. Uh But it is about me having to take care of my father for a week even though he was in completely fine health. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. I'll tell you after the podcast and I'll tell it on the podcast, but my dad was in completely fine health, healthy 39 year old man. And I had to take care of him for a week. Wow. Like I had to walk him around grocery stores to pick things up. I had to, uh, I had to tuck him into bed I had to take care of him for a week straight, and I will tell that story. But I'm not. I'm not going to, to give anything else away. To because to give anything else to away would would to be to, to to would be to to what but
1: Remember, write it down for for next. No, no. Time. I, this is a
0: story I know. Don't worry. Right. Okay.
1: Um, we do, We have a couple minutes left. We had to pause it a few times. Um, I can show you a voicemail that we got from a fan.
0: Love. I would love to hear that. Yes, please. All right. Yeah. By the way, this is one of the funnest podcasts we've done. I've <laughs> so much fun. It's these, are, these are my favorite podcasts, which is just you and me. <laughs> no offense to our guests. Love them. Thank God
2: for them. Oh, it's Morgan. I've been trying to reach you.
0: Oh, Why pause you this. calling
2: me names on the show?
0: Pause this. Is this Morgan? Yeah, it's Morgan. Dude, sure. this bitch needs to stop fucking hitting me up man it's getting crazy so she's contact she's contacting you now yeah unbelievable fucking play this shit we'll we'll play it on the air i don't i don't mind whatever if she's sending it to you she knows you're gonna play it on the air but like she needs to stop hitting me up and she needs to stop hitting Stud City up it's getting ridiculous please go on
2: oh it's Morgan I've been trying to reach you why are you calling me names on the show why did you block me as soon as I moved to Canada to be with you? I'm so lucky that Cody's able to relay my messages. Maybe I should just listen to what that guy has to say from Cameo. How could you do this to a human being during a pandemic?
1: During a heat wave. And of you... course, um, the guy she's referencing from Cameo is the fat man from like Giant Vito episode.
0: Yeah, the 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 fans know it's the fat man. Dude, I've got this whole group of mentally ill people that are all out for me. And it goes to show that, like, you shouldn't just be throwing your dick around, kids. Like, when you throw your dick around, you get into situations like this, especially when you have a wildly popular podcast, like Stud City, the podcast for literally everyone,
2: Mm -hmm. you
0: know? And what ends up happening is they contact partners, they contact this person, they contact that person. Everybody's trying to get me fucking fired off of a job I created. So, it will not happen. You can try me any day of the week, Morgan. Fuck you. Okay. I'm not your little play pal anymore. All right. Yeah, I have my, not my own your, shit going on.
1: Not your damn messenger boy either.
0: Yeah. Fucking leave me alone. Yeah. That's I haven't been intimate with play. anybody since you and me, <laughs> but I'm looking around and I'm going to be intimate soon. <laughs> I'm going to be very intimate soon and it's going to drive you nuts and I don't mind. Yeah, sorry. I I I know we gotta play him on the show because it's part of the show, you know. But I don't like this. You know, this drives me nuts. (laughs) This drives me nuts. (sighs) Fucking up our lives. It's fucking my life up, man. Because I don't want to be known as that guy. I don't want to be seen as that guy. I want to be seen as a good guy who treats the Morgans of the world properly. But when a A fucking, fucking bitch like this starts trying to ruin my. God (laughs) damn! When a fucking bitch like this tries to ruin my fucking life, the kid
1: ain't even fucking yours, dude.
0: Kid's not even mine, man. I don't even (laughs) like this girl, dude. Like, listen, the kid was the kid was nice and shit, but he talked to me in an accent. I was like, yo, what the fuck? You know, little Jack jack fuck off you know all of a sudden you know you like you let you let morgan jackie off and all of a sudden you got a little jack on your hand. you know <laughs> gotta take care of this kid and shit. i'm trying to show him who's a good male role model by saying like your mom's toxic mm-hmm. and then i get away and now i'm the devil now i'm the now i'm the guy who runs away from his own child you know it's like this isn't my kid You know? And you know he's not my kid. He's black. She's white and British. This kid's black. Yes. I don't know what else to say besides just, Morgan, please stop contacting the show. Please stop contacting me. I will... I'll I'll text you in a couple years when you're a little more mature. Okay?
1: (laughs) Jack's out of your fucking hair.
0: Well, Jack is 11, so...
1: All right, I got um another segment. Yeah. Okay. Here are annoying discourses I see on inter- on the <laughs> internet, and I want to okay. ban them from ever for being brought up on the podcast. Okay. Okay, I got three. One is generations of like comparing millennials and Gen Z and boomers. I'm I think it's just a sting operation just people talking. Get riled up over something pointless that happens every generation. We are too we're better than that. What do you think of that? I agree. Okay.
0: Yes, yes I agree. Next, I just next, agree. Uh, yes.
1: Next one, on. cats versus dogs.
0: Can mm. we just
1: agree that sometimes cats are suited for people and or certain people, and dogs are su- suited for certain people. There's mm. no better pet
0: well it's like it's like dogs are really good for like stupid people like people that don't have any like sort of like they need love constantly uh, mm-hmm. they need like fake love they need uh, somebody to be there for them at all times they need to pick their shit up and cats are good for people that like read books and shit like that yeah I agree 100%. yeah
1: we can leave it at that we'll leave it at that next one pineapple on pizza can we just agree it's not bad it looks fucked up it sounds <laughs> disgusting. Not bad.
0: Let's leave it. Mm-hmm, mm. I I couldn't agree more. Though I think the thing that people think about pineapple on pizza is that they shouldn't have it on pizza, right? And that is all about like old school Italian people that are from Italy. But the thing you have to remember about Italy is that they handled COVID completely incorrectly, and that they all had to stay in their house for like nine months straight. And so they really don't know anything about anything and that they're just like a bunch of fucking Italian people and like, they're just like, man, 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 man. and they talk with their hands and shit. like, don't even worry about them. Just do whatever you want to do with your pizza. I couldn't agree more. What's the third thing?
1: That was three, you fucking illiterate.
0: What was the second thing? Cats oh, cats and dogs. Dog. <laughs> what okay. was the first thing? You-
1: Generations.
0: Ah, yes, yes. I am in complete agreement with everything you said, even though "agreement" is not a word.
1: Okay. Last segment, we could probably. I could just keep making up segments, but since you brought up Italians did you see the trailer for the new Sopranos movie?
0: I didn't, but I saw that it was released, and I will watch it after this. Um, it's about like Tony Soprano as a kid or whatever. Yeah, so it's and like-
1: it's played by James Gandolfini's son.
0: Yeah, so he's like, am hey, what the fuck, man, give me my fucking marbles or
1: whatever, right? Yeah, he's a little bit older. So it's like fucking speakers? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
0: yeah, yeah. I'm
1: down for it. I'm gonna watch it regardless. I just don't like how this sounds stupid because it's a film, but how cinematic it looks. Like Sopranos just kind of has like this plain, you know, new work feel. This sure. is like I don't know, could look could be a Spider-Man movie. It looks like a
0: Scorsese film or some shit. It
1: actually kind of looks like the Irishman, like let's get honest. It it looks like the
0: Irishman. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the trailer, and I as I just stated before, do not appreciate an Italian person, but
2: (laughs) Johnny but, DeVito
1: you can come back anytime
0: <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt I'm sure it's going to be good it sounds super cool I mean the whole hiring a- actors of dead su- dead actors sons is really hot right now Paul Thomas Anderson's new movie is starring Philip Seymour Hoffman's son and I would like to let everybody know that I will be starring in Paul Thomas and Thomas Anderson's new film because <laughs> I love nice. like little we'll for a little joke there. They did that in the no,
1: in Notorious, like. the Notorious Big movie. They had uh, Biggie Smalls' son.
0: Did they? Yeah. Um, at one point, at at any point in the Notorious Big movie, did they include the lyric "Pussy so good, I sucked your daddy's dick"? No, they didn't include "Pussy so good, I sucked her daddy's dick."
1: No, and they didn't include um, condom spread AIDS, which is one of my favorite biggie small lyrics.
0: So basically, not worth.
1: Not worth. I like it. There's a great scene about um, cocaine. Can I tell you about it? Yes. There's a scene where he's like selling cocaine or doing cocaine as like a high schooler, (laughs) and he and he lives with a single mom and she's like oh the school's called you're doing shitty in school and he's like whatever mom (laughs) and then she's like he's like going in his room and he's like she's like oh by the way i cleaned up your room and i threw out those old mashed potatoes that were under (sighs) your bed and he goes mom those weren't mashed potatoes and she's like you bring that in here anyways it's one of my cocagna yeah it was coca coca
0: cocagna that's what you get for not having a hood mom. My mom would have known right away it was cocaine. She would know not to touch that shit. Because if you throw that away, I might die. <laughs> no, for real. I might owe somebody money. My mom knew when I was selling drugs. Like, if you find drugs around the house, don't throw that shit away. Because I owe somebody money right Whoa. now. Whoa. Is that yeah, getting very... into something? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, found...
1: almost yeah. I want to hear about this. Go. Yeah. You want to hear mine? No, no, please, go. So what, this is what mine was like growing up, my family. I did not sell drugs Mm -hmm. living with my family. I, one time my parents were snooping around my room and when I was like 17, they opened up my bottom dresser and they found five beers out of a six pack and they're like, you drank a beer, you psycho, but like, (laughs) so you were
0: dealing out of your
1: mom's house? Yeah, what do you think I was dealing
0: with? i don't know yeah dude speaking of drugs actually today i was on this the bus back from uh vancouver to horseshoe bay because i was taking care of my grandpa and bone out and there were these two (laughs) this is gonna fucking crack you up dude i can't believe i didn't tell this earlier on the podcast there's these two Dude, I'm gonna say they're 18-year-old girls. They could have not been 18-year-old girls. They could have been 16-year-old girls. I don't know, but they were hanging out and they were right next to me on the bus, and they were trying to do ecstasy on the bus. By the way, it's 2:30 p.m., right? And they're trying to crack this pill in a oh plastic bag next to me. And I so see they what they're. Split yes, I see what they're doing wrong. It's not a pill; it's a capsule. Right. Right? And so I say to them, I'm like, by the way, you're never going to be able to break that pill up. That's a capsule. You're going to pop it open. Can and you they dissolve me, it in water? Yeah, but you can pop it open. You can snort it, right? You can put it right. on a piece of glass. You can snort it or whatever. And they looked at me like an, I was an old man. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just telling you, you're never going to be able to crack that pill apart. And I realized in that moment that I was literally like Enabling these two <laughs> girls <laughs> to do ecstasy on the fucking bus, <laughs> girls. You
1: need a rolling paper so you can parachute this.
0: Exactly. exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it was so infuriating watching them trying to crack this fucking pill open that I just had to say something. I was like, "Guys, you're not doing. You're never going to be able to bust that pill up. It's a capsule. You're going to pop it open." Yep. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's my story. We're kind of coming to the end of the podcast here. We are. So, I think
1: we've hit the hour. Yes. Um, get your plugs off.
0: Yes. This is Stud City the podcast for literally everybody. I have one plug, and that's the fact that I write tweets for an account called Et Potus. Um, I kind of do their, I don't know, I'm doing a lot of shit for them right now. I'm doing a lot of, uh, you know, kind of bringing the country together type of shit for them. A lot of people think that uh, Joe Biden runs that account. He does not. I run it. Uh, But it's Joe Biden kind of filtering the ideas through my intellect and through my compassion. So if you want to check me out, check me out at at POTUS on Twitter. And you can catch me on Instagram at Dane Cook. So those are the two places you can catch me.
1: Oh, dude, I wish you didn't say Dane Cook right now. Because I've been on a Dane Cook binge this past week.
0: <laughs> he's, he's underrated at this point.
1: <laughs> Dude, I watched Tourgasm in its entirety. It's Have good. you heard of that? No. <laughs> yeah. It's his HBO special where he's on tour. Uh, anyways, you can follow me at Cody Blacked Out. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And thank you. Yeah. Bye. Peace the
2: fuck out.